and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.jm samtownsendmusic.jm and I can only imagine that's Jamaica. What? Oh, come on. I told you it was an easy one. It was an easy one. I'd love to be in Jamaica. It would be so nice and warm. We currently sit in a garage that feels sub-zero. It's not. But it's pretty cold. Well, it's... Well, why, if it's not, why are you wearing two coats? <laughs> well, <laughs> look, I was just going to wear one coat. Anna said I had to put another coat on. Fair enough, because of the temperature. Well, because... I don't know why. I've, I wish oh, I had a pair of temperature <laughs> <laughs> She just likes you big and bulky. Yeah, she just likes it, yeah. She, she likes, likes a, me like Jerry from Friends. She likes a bulky boy. He can do lunges. Uh, I might do later. Lovely. Now, you, do you, what do you want to do first? Uh, some communique? Let's or? do the communique. Okay, the communique. First of all, thank you to Will Roney. William, who reached back out, uh, an ambassador, but who has moved. Oh my, yes, a mobile ambassador. He has now moved. He is now in Sussex. He is the Sussexorial ambassador. That's right. Uh, but he, he he is still the German ambassador. If we need any German work doing, then Will is going to have to go back. Well, presumably, Will can also speak a bit of the lingo as well. Well, that's one of his major. Qualities, as one of his plus points. Concerned. Yeah, keeping yeah. them on board. <laughs> Will, thank you so much for reaching out, Sussex ambassador. Pleasure to have you on board. And Will, of course, has some questions. What song are you most looking forward to hearing live? Of course, we have the upcoming tour. We oh. have. Is it news now that we've bought Golden Circle tickets instead of the? I can't remember what the situation. I can't where we, where oh no, last time the tickets weren't released. So ah. yes, uh, on the Wednesday, it was a Wednesday, Tuesday. wasn't it? Was it Tuesday? This is why you were so useless. You didn't it was Tuesday. Know what day it was. Sam, it was difficult to get on. The circles kept swirling, as you well know. Yeah. Your, you did your best. Your wife Which went on terrible. and got swirly, cir- swirly circles. <laughs> yeah. In the end, a uh, lovely friend of the show, Clonks, uh, friend to Big Dave, yes. Also, yes, I say friend of the show, but yeah. I mean, just we know that. Uh, we are directly related. Yes, directly related. It's Anna's, it's Sam's wife's brother. It's my and sister in law. Yes, of course. <laughs> Um, she got on, she jumped on. She jumped on and saved our bachon. Mm. And she got us a general standing for London, as requested. As requested, yes, as a- agreed. And then I also got general standing for Manchester. As not agreed. As not agreed. And, of course, you claimed you were happy with that. I, I could tell you I never, I never claimed I was happy You with claimed that. what was good for the group was good for the gravy. Oh, that was before, yeah. So we many agreed words. that we would go general. We, we agreed quite clearly. Agreements were made. Agreements were made and agreements were broken. I noticed on the text communications we had, yes. you'd stopped putting exclamation marks at the end. I took that to mean that you were deeply upset. And of course, the next morning, I received a phone call while I was on my morning walk down yes. Shore Road in Hythe, yes. along the seafront, and you were absolutely insistent that we buy general standing at 170 golden circle circle. that's 170 pounds on top of the 95 that we'd already paid for well that's your fault anyway so so we did anyway if anybody wants three tickets for general standing in manchester we've got three tickets great news is that we've got golden circle for manchester and general standing for london absolutely that is great that's the great news and we've also got three general standings for manchester yeah absolutely just in case we get fed up with the golden circle yeah we just leave and slide back slide backwards well presumably we can slide in and out given that we've got got tickets for multiple tickets yeah yeah any other areas we can buy tickets for? Areas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can wander around the entire stadium. Have a nice sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, ridiculous. So, Samuel, uh, yes. Will asks, what song are you looking forward to listening live? Well, That's the gist of it. The words weren't in that order. Well, I always think if you're looking forward to something, why not look forward to your favourite song? Hit me. You can't hurt me. Mm, suck my kiss. I'd rather not. <laughs> um, no, for me, it's going to be, you know, and I've given it away a bit there. For me, it's going to be Don't Forget Me. Of course. You know, that's a complete shock. Mm, I thought it would be. I never thought you'd. I think I'm going to say, and I don't think, I know. I, in fact, know this. <laughs> I know this. For this sure. is fact. It's coming straight out of my brain. There's no thinking required. I want to hear songs I haven't heard live before. Go on. And I've heard an awful lot. I've never heard Venice Queen live. Apart from when you've watched Slane Castle. Apart from Live at Slane, of course. But that's more of a, a, a not being there experience. That's more of a third party experience. Yes, you have to go through the fourth wall to, to experience that that's in any way that could be considered live. Okay, so, so Venice. Venice Queen. I'd love to hear Soul to Squeeze. I, I yeah, Soul to Squeeze jumped out at me as I well. I think we might have heard Soul to Squeeze, but I can't remember it. I think they played it at Reading, didn't Yeah, they? I think they did. It was a long time ago. I'd just been sat in some grass that was urine-soaked. Yeah. Things weren't perfect. Things I'd, I'd had to tolerate the, uh, the, the offspring. Yeah, oh, me? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, you're not offspring. my offspring, you're no. my sibling. That's right. No, they weren't called the offspring then. They were just called offspring. Yeah. Uh, Silverchair played. Did they? Yes. What, Daniel? What's his face? Uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Johns. Well, bugger me. Yeah, they played, yeah. Because they called it Reading Festival, the Reading Festival. Mm. That's, a, that's a basic lack of research. Well, I think it was a play on words, or word. Mm. Do you think it was, or do you think it was just a bad mistake, which we're now going to rake them over the coals for? Well, I'm not. Fine. I like Silverchair. I know you do. You used to be obsessed with Frogstump. I like Frogstump. You used to be obsessed with it, though. Well, I wouldn't go there. Admit far. you were obsessed. No, I wasn't obsessed Fine. with Frogstone. What else do you want to hear live? Um, well, I'm just going to go a bit more general and say some serious shredding from Frusciante. That's very general. Okay. Yeah. Serious shredding from Frusciante. Which we know he'll do, like solo-wise. He's, you know, he's more than capable, last time we checked. We should also add that this week good, we yeah. saw him play with Flea and Friends. Mm-hmm. He did a little bit of... Uh, Very Hay-esque, that was. I enjoyed that. It was Hay-esque. It was... Obviously, it wasn't him at his pulsating best. He wasn't pulsating at all. But um, he couldn't pulsate because he was playing with a, a group of other people. That hair's coming in nicely, though, isn't it? It certainly is, mm. yeah. From what we could see. From what we could see on the, on the footage, of course. It wasn't actually... Here's, a, here's ah, the you. house ambassador, Anna. Hello. She leaves in silence. Goodbye. <laughs> She's just hand she She's, She's just handed waves. me my sponsor for the week. Oh, great. Hit me. It is Vibrant <laughs> Brewery. You can't hurt me. Mm, it's like my kiss. Hurt me. No, that was... Hurt, hurt. How do you do a... How do you say hurt in American? Hurt. What? <laughs> Hit me. You can't hurt, hurt me. me. Yeah. That's how you just drop in the American. It's for the American over. Sure. Hit me. You can't hurt me. Suck my kiss. Yeah, it's pretty much how it goes. Uh, vibrant Forest, Vibrant Brewery, mm. Pupa. Pardon? That's the name of the beer. So what, like, make... a, like a butterfly in a pu- pupa That's state? A, yes, a, a pupoid. Mm. Now, I'm going to apply it to the mouth mm. immediately. Please do. Wow, it's 4.5. It's quite earthy. What? Quite earthy. This is why I don't drink this shit. I don't want an earthy beer. It's a juicy IPA, but it's not that juicy. But it is nice. I've had it before. And, uh, yeah, very pleasant. Mouthfeel, quite foamy. I think it's because it's just been carried outside. That might just be a... 
Oh, it's earthy. Oh, it's an earthy one. It's an earthy one. I'm very, very happy, and we will get into sponsorships now, yes. if that's what we're doing. Yes, we are. Again, Carl, neither Carlin, Carlswick, Foster's have come to my aid no. once again. No, Traitors. Who's, who's jumped in? Who's there for you, as always? For the last three or four episodes, it's the Pound Shop Big Lolly. It is And this is lolly. absolutely delicious. You, you don't need to hear me put it in my mouth and take it out again. We know how big the lolly is. It's big. It's approximately mouth-sized. It is. You've only got a small chamber. Hmm. But what a resonance. A fantastic resonance. Okay, so... Will's second question... Sure. Is... Aside from the entirety of One Hot Minute, are there any songs that you wish the boys could rework and re-record? Re-record. You need to like the basic track, but feel that the album version could be altered in some way to improve it. Firstly... I I, I haven't finished Okay, fine. Well, Will hasn't finished yet. Right. I'd I'd be interested to hear parts of uh, Uplift recorded with later year swan vocals and a bit for Shante Magic, although it's probably sacrilege to say that. Mm. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. What are you doing? I've got my little bit of paper. Oh, excellent. I don't want to see any of that era change to different guitarists. But what I th- what would I like to see? What have you got written down? Spark me off. Well, well, also, I did also write new material for looking forward to hearing new material. Okay. What, as an, as an answer to that question? No, the first question. Hello, someone's um, knocking on your garage door. Knock, knock, knocking on garage door. Should we pause and see who it is? It's Simon. Turns out, knock, knock, knocking on garage door with our good friend Simon Longhorn, a.k.a. Californication, a.k.a. Cali. A.k.a. Californication, Great to a.k.a. have him. Where have you Cali. been? Where have you been, Cali? Here he is. Uh, one E. One E. More beer. More beer. Had to buy more beer. More beverages. Great stuff. So, Samuel, go forward again and answer the question yes. re- properly instead of saying new music. Oh, yes. No, that was for the previous question. Ah, oh, fine. Enough. Have you restarted the recording? Yes. Fine. Um... I, I I thought about this and I thought about long and hard. Is there a particular song? Is there something that I would like to hear? And yes, there is. We've we've touched on it before. I would love to hear, and it's not a re-recording, but I'd love to go back in time and be able to hear that Blood Sugar follow-up with John in place. Ah, okay, that's fair enough. That's something that haunts me to this day. Really. You do have a haunted look to your eyes sometimes. Is that what you're thinking that's about? That's what it is. Yeah, it's mm. always that. Again, I take it all with a pinch of salt. I, I I like listening to the older stuff. I know, of course, the Swans improved. There's been various improvements over the years. But for me, it's about the development of the band. You know, Mother's Milk, not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Would I like to hear John be more creatively in control at that time? Yes. What would he have done? Absolutely. But it all counts and it all stands for where they've been and where they've ended up. Hmm. So... It's a journey, and it's one that I've enjoyed. You certainly Did I change have. it? Not for the world. No, that's touching. I, I'm with you on Mother's Milk, and in fact, my answer is Mother's Milk. Copycat. If I was to hear... Well, I'll just let you go first. Yeah. If I was to hear history to be changed, if I was to hear a different, an alt history, if you will, hmm. I would like to hear Mother's Milk, where John was able to control his own destiny, where Michael wasn't so prescriptive in what he wanted to do to the detriment of how John wanted to play. Hmm. I love Mother's Milk, and we're going to get there very soon. Oh, Christ, we are. And I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to talking about they Mother's Milk. They might Christy. No, not at all. So it'd be good stuff to hear that reimagined by John in a different era, 
or to yeah re-record Mother's Milk now what would that sound like Ugh. Well, we might find out. Maybe that's what they've done. Yeah, I'm just on Mother's Milk again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so mother's, that's what that's what I'd like to hear from that. Mother's Milk too. Robert Barlow has contacted us for the Arbar. first time. Yeah, Arbar. And Arbar said, if I can find Arbar, there he is. Well, Arbar says, first of all, thanks for the great work with the podcast. He's become obsessed with the chilies again, and this show's a great way for him to feed that obsession without boring the arse off everyone else who couldn't give a toss. Arbar, oh, yeah. thank Where's you. Where's Arbar from? Arbar Unknown. Abba, where are you from? Right in. Again. Born in 79, so of similar ilk. Uh, similar ilk to you, of course. I'm a man of the 90s. Mm, I'm a man of the 90s myself. <laughs> uh, give it away. He discovered the chilies when the video to give it away was on the chart show. Do you remember the chart show? Yes. I think that was the ITV one with the bad graphics and no presenters. That's right. Uh, in 1994, but why was Give It Away re-released? And why was it playing on the chart show in 1994? given the single was released in 91. Now, Arbar has said it might have to do with, his own explanation you can think of, was they played Woodstock and Reading around that time. They had to put something out, or the Reading Festival, as, um, as uh, Jeffrey Johns would say. Daniel, Daniel Johns. <laughs> Jeffrey Johns. Uh, John Johns. He's the Martian Manhunter. And they had, uh, had to put something out to promote themselves. I don't know why that particular video would have been doing the it's rounds at the time. But, um, you know, we can, we can speculate. Should I like we? that theory. Yes. Or should we? Let's answer that question. No, I don't think we should. Okay. We'll speculate no further. If anyone else knows, please do write in. That sounds well, like... Well, we there's bound to be people listening to that this. That sounds like... We know who they are. Hamish. You know yeah. who you are. You know who you are, Hamish. So please get into So that. tell us what the answer is. And, of course, lovely, lovely Scott Fenner has written in. Oh, yes, S. Fenn. S. Fenn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. I'm good at this, aren't I? Very good. And he's a huge Frusciante fan. Sven. Sven says, Dear Ben and Sam, I recently discovered this podcast, and mm. I, of course, started with your Frusciante podcast. I'm a massive fan of him. Until yes. you two, I wasn't sure there's was anyone else who truly understood his genius. Thank you for making me feel like I'm not alone. He goes on saying he agrees with your perspective more sometimes. Mm. That's because you're, you're an obsessive. Man. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're so, uh, obsessive to a psychopathic level. Well, not anymore. We're going to test your, your love of Jean Fouchante with part two of Curtains, I think. Well, I love part two of Curtains. Do you, though? Of course. <laughs> uh, and he, he talks about Tricky's album, Blowback, which features yes. Anthony and John, uh, John with Flea on a number of tracks. So we'll have a listen to that and see what's up. So we say cheers to Scott Fenner in Etna, Ohio. I know. Lovely. That's a long way away. Lovely for people trying for that. And also, just as we were thinking about recording, well, this morning, in fact, we got a nice email from Petter Kinström. What a busy week we've had. We certainly have. Writing in from Sweden to, to apply for an ambassadorship. Petter, let me know if I've pronounced that name, your name correctly. I'm pretty pleased with how I'm saying it. Mm. I'm saying it Petter Kinström. How would you say it? Petter Kinström. Mm, rubbish. Callie? Peter Kingstrom. Yeah, fair enough, you English git. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, thank you for writing in, Petter. We appreciate all of, well, of, course, all it of might everyone's be, messages. It might be Petter Shellstrom. It might be, but it's not. No, well, I remember Kim Kallstrom, who is, of course, a very famous Swedish footballer. And uh, we always used to call him King, Kim Kallstrom mm. until we were informed by a Swedish acquaintance of mine. He was, in fact, called Kim Shellstrom. Fantastic content, I'm sure you'll all agree. Mm. Dan Boyd's also been in touch with me. Great. Uh, and nice from Dan. sent me the uh, link to the Chris Lipe videos. Yes, which I talked about last week. Previously, yes. Really good stuff. Lipe, um, yes. He's, a, he's a, not only a very, very talented man, 
But he started putting out content linked to the chili, which yeah. was uh, great. I think he has a slight misunderstanding on this on this Swan episode where he thinks that the backing vo- backing vocal is also done by the Swan. That's not quite uh, there. But those Frusciante episodes mm. where he focuses on uh, Slow Cheetah mm. is very good. Mm. And then he looks at uh, songs from uh, Neandra yeah, as well. Yeah, he looks at Neandra as well. I mean, yeah. What a weird choice to do. And it... But he's he's saying how creative John is as a singer at that stage. Well, and also conceivably other reasons why John was making so many funny noises at that stage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's right. And interestingly, he he kind of focuses on the fact that as as singers, we shouldn't necessarily be too or dwell too heavily on trying to sound good. It's more trying to you know be expressive, be experimental, and be free. And that really rang true with me because as a singer, I all too frequently focus on trying to sound perfect, you know, trying to sound as as good as I can hmm. and not on just being free and letting myself enjoy singing. Yeah. So, you well, know, I think that's a say? lesson for everyone. Sing like there's no one watching. S- exactly. They do say that, yeah. It reminded me of my time recording with Gordy where I felt so much freedom with him in the room, mm. you know, pressing stop and start and doing all that, that crap so I could just be creative. Yes. That I would just... When I was doing the vocals, I was more than happy to just make make a noise, have a go at a harmony. If you don't hit it, it doesn't matter. But you have to be that comfortable yeah. in the room with someone that if you sound like a complete twat, you don't care. No. And let's be honest, you're never going to sound like a complete twat, are you? You're just going to be sounding like someone who's trying something new. And if it doesn't work, try something else. Mm. You wouldn't... That's the interesting thing about singing, isn't it? It's, you feel much more vulnerable. If you tried something on the guitar, you wouldn't worry about that, of course. If it didn't work, it didn't work. You'd move on. Well, that, because that was far the only good less thing. personal. Yeah, playing the guitar and getting something wrong is far less personal than, or can feel far less intrusive than trying something with your vocals. It's because you're making the noise with your own. You know, it's, it's a personal sound that you're making. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, yeah. I can't play the guitar. No. Uh, so any noise I make on the guitar is going to sound reasonably bad. Well, the other thing about recording recording was I was also felt free just to, okay, we've got eight bars here for a solo, just going just gonna to riff it, just going to improvise it. Mm. If it doesn't sound any good, then scratch it, we'll start again. Yeah. Or even we'd do bits where I'd just play, I'd improvise. That bit sounded cool, but then this bit didn't. Mm. So you just Chop. sometimes just Take cobble stuff together. Yeah. Take the good parts and yeah, do something else that sounds good. Just have the confidence. There's nothing better. That, well, there's a couple of best things. But there's very little better than being able to express yourself freely and creatively with people you trust. And that is a, that's today's profound statement. Well, that's very profound. And, of course, it, it all goes back to my, my biggest ever statement that I've ever made, which is that experimentation is the seed of creation. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody would like that... Uh, tattooed on their forehead mm. please get in touch with your local tattoo artist <laughs> yeah or done and on we'll a bit. do it we'll do it at manchester or london yeah come along we'll do the old school version like with a biro with some no some no biro we'll buy, with a we'll pin. buy p- proper tattooing equipment if anyone applies okay if anyone writes in we'll happily tattoo experimentation and studio creativity onto well, we'll your forehead. Do any- and other things it doesn't mm. have to be on the forehead we'll tattoo you anywhere yeah well within reason saying so, almost anything we're no swear, Again, within no reason. Swear words. Oh no, we wouldn't want to swear. We certainly wouldn't want to swear in London. No, certainly not on someone's knob. 
<laughs> well, I'll, any knob tattoos you can do. Uh, also, what Lipe was saying was... Uh, <laughs> is that what we're calling him Lipe now? That's <laughs> <laughs> his name, isn't it? Yes, it is. Seeley. Yeah. <laughs> he said that John sounded like he was processing vocals through guitar pedals. Right. Which is also something, because he has an inherent understanding of those. Mm. It's also what I did a lot of my backing vocals, well, my vocals fully, this chair's a bit squeaky, so. Don't remember. Through guitar pedals, because I knew how they worked. Yes. It's, it's I found it much easier to, to just plug in my vocals, just drop in a, a delay pedal, mm. a phaser, a flanger. A wah-wah. A chorus. Very yeah. good. Anything else? Uh, a decelerator. Yep. Yeah, and I, I sounded especially good through a decelerator pedal. Yeah, oh yeah, what did it sound like? Do you mean a brake? <laughs> no, no. A de- hit the decelerator. That's what I do when I'm approaching a red light. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, and now also, whilst we can see the longest introduction ever, yes. do you think we're talking so much now because we know that the second half of Curtains is not I very just good? think, you know, we've, you, you messaged me the other day and said you were looking forward to doing this. I, I, I was really looking forward to doing and this. And I messaged you back and said, I'm also looking forward to doing this. So I think we just look forward to it, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's nice to be together and have Callie sat there. Mm, yeah. Good to be here. Crack open a beer there, Callie. All right. Let's all have a mouthful of beer. All right, so do you want me to introduce the new game? Please do. It's, I haven't named it, so I'll name it now. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to call it Tap the Tune, Guess the Tune, Clues if you need. Okay, so... Succinct. I'll tap the tune. Mm. I'll guess the tune. And if you need it, I'll give you three clues. Write the same tune, sing the same tune. Now, if you get it without any clues... Yeah. You get three points. Okay. If you get it with one clue, you get two, two points. points. Any more than two, you yeah. just get one point. Well, right. If you don't get it at all, I get three points. So this week it'll be me. <laughs> okay. And next week it's your turn. Oh, so we're just doing one song. I'm going to do a song for you Well, now, why don't we yeah. do a song each? Well, because you might not have one that you can do. No, I'm ready. Fine. Okay, fine. So, but have you done your clues? Yes. Right, excellent. Okay, so... <laughs> I'll, Despite the fact that I've only just heard of the game. Okay, so I'll t- I'll bring my mic in so that everyone can hear it. Okay. No, your mic can be where it is. It'll pick up the it's tapping. Fine. Okay, so so this is it now. Okay, you ready? Firstly, I have to say, you might want to bring that microphone back up to your mouth. Okay. Firstly, I have to say, that is some top-level tapping. Okay. I wasn't expecting that quality. Okay. I have absolutely no idea what it was. But okay. by God, what a great tap-out that was. Okay, so I'll give you clue one. Clue one is... Oh, can I hear it again? Yeah. Don't, don't move the mic again, just do okay. the tapping. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's real quality. Have you got it? Clue one, please. 
Clue one is that it was released as a single. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, do I get guesses or... No. You just one answer and that's it? Yeah. I need clue two then. Okay. Clue two is that this is largely a guitar-based section. Yikes. Do you want to hear it again? Briefly. Okay, stop. Clue three? Clue three is that this is the end of a song. Oh, Christ. Oh, no, I don't think it was released a single, I was going to say. I was going to say Patrice Peacock. Okay. But that's not X, it wasn't a single. Okay. So, so I won't say, say it. I'm no, not, no, no, not going to say that. Crumbs. Crummy. I'm going to have to say what era. No, there's no more clues. Fair enough. I'm, I'm going to have to throw my arms in the air. Stumped? Yeah. Okay. I'll do this. Okay. <laughs> make, a more no- make the noise of the guitar. <laughs> okay, so you do. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That was the Daddy California outro. That's so, right. So you do the guitar and I'll, do, oh. I'll, I'll drum along. Right. You ready? One, two, three, four. Yeah, look, I bet it now. Yeah, look, I wasn't going to get that. Okay. I've got one for you then. Okay. This is quick. Okay. And this isn't actually... This is what I was going to do. I didn't realise that it was going to be quite so progressive. I was going to go... It's difficult when difficult when you can't hear the noise in your head, isn't it? Okay, but I'm playing a guitar line now. Sure. Can I just do this? No, it's like your daddy California solo. That's my daddy California. Here's my one again. Okay, I need a man for the bill. Gone. Gone a bit bloody loopy. Right. Hang on. Don't make me laugh. No. No. I've got to try and get inside your head here, hmm. which I will do now. Oh, the sights you'll see. Right, are you ready? Okay, yes. It's an introduction to a song. Hey, I didn't ask for any clues. That, okay, well, that's, that does that's count a, that's as a, a clue. free clue. No, it's not. I didn't no, ask for No, because it's the only one I've got. Well, I didn't ask for it. I want maximum three points. Right, strike. You ready? Yeah. What does strike mean? I don't know. Here we go. Okay. Ah, got it. Zephyr song. Yes, he's got it. Yes. Maximum three points. Very good. Well, what a game. What a crazy game. Okay, so I'm 3 nil up. That's yeah, great news. Five, that yeah. takes it into next week. Okay, cool. 
Right, well, shall we move on to what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Which is the part Curtain, two part of two. Curtains. Presumably you've done some more research. Uh, well, no, I haven't, no. If you want to know about Sam's in-depth research, go and listen to Curtains part one. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I don't want to repeat, you know. Well, if you want to hear a man so, read the Wikipedia page I'm for Curtains. I'm not broken. All right, mate, uh, you, know, you know. I do know. Yeah. What was there? Okay. Well, shall we move straight in then? What we're going... Yes, song one. In the first episode... Hello, I've just had a message from Dan Boyd. Song one, you could argue, is the strongest of all the songs. I will argue... We'll find out, won't we? Yeah, we will. Yeah, right. So, last episode we did the first five songs on Curtains and the Past Receives video... Yes. Because Curtains is an 11-track album. It is an 11-track This episode track. is the second half of Curtains, the last six songs. Yes. I'll say no more. No. We'll just Otherwise, I might lose control. It's not the way I go. It's not the way I go. No one We ease out of control. Why are you doing muscle man pose with me? What does that mean? Three sweet points. Yes, sure. <laughs> Victory in the opening game of Tap the Tune, Guess the Tune. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I thought we'd move past that. So, no, oh, yes. Well, you might have done. Mm. But I'll be uh, residing be, and wallowing in be, my own. No doubt you'll be bleating on about that tonight when we play weeks. that golf game. I probably will. Right, as we come out of control, that, I have to say, is up there with the best on the album. It's not quite as high as the, as the, the true peak of the album, but what it's a very good song. If the, cream, if the album was a bowl of cream... A bowl of cream, hang on. A mouse fell in. <laughs> <laughs> I've set you up nicely here. A mouse. I can't do it. How do you do it? Uh, no, you do it. I don't do a it. A mouth fell into a bowl of cream. That's it. This is my Christopher Walken from Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. A oh, mouse. Uh, a mouse. Oh, that's better. A mouse fell into a bowl of cream. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's where that's worse. That's worse. Uh, let me try it. I mean, I've never right. tried A mouse fell into a bowl of cream. No, rubbish. That sounds like a drunk Pacino. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, but if you're attempting At a walk best, Who's? Pacino's best. No, it is worse. Oh, no, but that's terrible. Mm. Yes, it's a, this album is a, a, so let's call it a pint in, of milk. Sorry, if this, <laughs> I now remember where we were. So you say it's not quite up there with the peak, but if this album was a bowl of cream, what would you consider to be the peak? The peak of the cream? Yes. Do you mean if it was a pint of milk, what would be the cream on top? No, you know, cream has peaks in it, doesn't it? If you whip it. Yeah. Okay, so it's a whipped bowl of cream. Yes, and I want you to tell me what the best... Heavily enough whip that you can hold it over your head. Absolutely. Upside down. Uh, yes. Uh, well, the best song on this album is by far and away The Past Receipts. Okay, fine. Tell me what you think about this one. 
I really, really like it. Oh, good. Because it's a bit of a gamble. You know, it's... we spoke last week, didn't we, about the level of experimentation on this album. And this is... I mean, I don't know how he came up with this, but I imagine he just thought, what, what can I do now? Oh, God, I, well, I'll tell you what I haven't done is mm. go quiet loud, quiet mm. loud, quiet loud. This is Cohen-esque. This is early Cohen-esque. Okay. It's very reminiscent of uh, the earlier Leonard Cohen albums where it would be him playing an acoustic guitar before the, the more mm. stuff like before I'm a man. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. the 80s. Which is the 80s app, but it's great. I'm a huge Leonard Cohen fan, but... If you have not heard the song Famous Blue Raincoat by Leonard Cohen. Mm. But, Frusciante, it is a gamble, this one, but it, it's, it's a song where the title suits it so well. This is all about the control, mm. the volume modulation, the, the control of the attack on the guitar and the voice. Yeah. That whole first, the whole main body of the song, where you're going quite loud, quite loud. Yeah. There's nothing post-processed there. It is just the skill of being able to control your technique, to control your voice, to control the attack on the guitar strings, as well as John does here. On that first section, as the song opens, you can hear not only the fingers on the fretboard fretting mm. the strings, but you can hear the fingers dragging across the strings on his playing hand. Mm. It's so intimate at the beginning. Well, it is, and I th- that's... Part of the reason why why I particularly enjoyed listening to it there. You stick it into a, a good quality pair of headphones and you're getting all that and more. It is that control. It's that level of vocal ability as well, which is so strong here. Every single nuance of, of the vocal you're getting, you're getting the guitar hard left. Mm. The vocals are hard right. There's no, there's no, there's no mixture here. No, it's, it's very sparse, and what really helps as well with the vocal performances, again, we talked about it a lot last week, is the, the big, big reverb. Yes, there's and, a lot of reverb. And when he's dropping, when he's stopping lines short, and that reverb it just, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, it's it does. Superb. And, well, and, of course, he played the song at ACP. Yeah, I was going to say, you've seen this one live. I was there. He, he had a little bit of a situation with the, an audience member because he was setting up his reverb, and he was going, uh, uh, uh. Oh, oh yeah, I remember and then that. Someone did it. Mm. And someone did it back. Didn't you say don't make fun. Don't make fun. Don't make fun. Don't make fun. Mm. And everyone went. <laughs> <laughs> and it caught, we went onto the mic and so on. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was brilliant at ATP. It was a song originally that I, I didn't take too straight away, but once you weigh it all up, and ultimately his singing here is so strong as well. There's some uh, just just an, a sprinkling, and it is the lightest sprinkling of falsetto. Mm. Um, but he he just sounds so strong here, you know. When he's, uh, I wanted to build this, I wanted to feel this way, I wanted to build this. No. It's the control in the voice again. It's Brilliant. it's the modulation of pitch as well as volume. It's the ease with which he moves through the registers of his voice. Yeah. Uh, from whatever your normal singing voice is, I don't know what that is, up to falsetto. Yeah. And then and back he moves down. through the entire. The entire register. And it's lovely heartfelt lyrics in this song as well. I'm sick of people knowing me. It's no way to live. You feel this album, and I think I'll, in future songs I'll talk about this, it's a very introspective album. Yeah, He's always quite introspective. He in is, solo yeah, work. lyrically he but, can. He but can this be. one particularly is one of the most, one of the albums where I feel is looking back in on himself the most. 
what I love about this album and his albums in general is that he he lets you in. He allows you as a listener to feel as if you're getting to know him through these songs. Some artists, yes, you can sort of guess at the meanings of the lyrics and you'll sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong, and the same with John. But with John, I just feel that he's laying it all on the line. He's laying bare himself and he really lets you in. And if, as as fans, you know, a lot of the time we want to feel that we can get close to the pe- you know our idols the people we we look up to john just lets you lets you write in i feel that's a really good point that's a really good point there's a lot of my favorite artists where you can listen to their songs and i don't feel listening to extreme like i know gary sharon no i don't feel listening to guns roses like i know axel rose but john you do feel that whether it's just the ability of the songwriter to put you in a position where you feel like you know what they're... Like what you can see inside them. Like you can see their soul. Whether that's true or not, because the other thing about songwriting is that could all be a fiction. Well, it could be. It, of course it could, yeah. It could but be. you you, fe- you feel that you empathise with the songwriter. And that's, yeah. a, that's a real skill. Whether or not, as a listener, you know, that's what they intend to do, I don't necessarily think that is with John. I think that's just the way he writes. He uses it as a as a way of literally saying how he feels, you know, just those, these are his feelings, this is what he's been through. Yeah. And music is, is the only way he knows to really let that out. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Absolutely brilliant point, mate. Brilliant, brilliant man. Yeah, um, who, you or John? No, John. Um, I've got a point to make specifically from 1 minute 31 seconds. Oh, okay. Is it, is it when there was some movement? Oh, no, but we'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. This is a funny song for Noises and moving across the next few songs. It's a funny album for Noises. Uh, there's a line here where he says, I'm, I'm a line from loud to soft. Mm. And it describes exactly what he's doing in the song at mm. that point as he's moving from a loud line to a soft line. Mm. That's either that's fluky or clever songwriting. You decide. Uh, yeah, the noises. There's that big noise um, where he rubs his. I'm sure it's him rubbing his beard against the microphone. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, good. <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but it's at one fifty four, and it sounds like he's just got too close to the mic and and rubbed his beard on. The well, mic. he did have a beard yeah, during this time. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said beard instead of chin. Well, I suppose his beard is on the chin. It's, well, it is. It's, it's in and around ex- the area. It's an extension of the chin. Yeah. So you can... Maybe he thought, I'm beardless. And went, and th- and went maybe he thought, I've got three mil here to get really close yeah, in. Yeah, And then the beard struck. And it struck them like an But also thing. throughout this, there is ghosting sounds of old songs. I'm sure of it. Not just on this song, but on other songs. Mm. Let me see if I can pick up on the old notes. What are your thoughts on the, on the electric guitar here? Oh, we'll get to that after I talk about my ghosting. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, here's an example of the ghosting. Good. 258. It sounds like it's old tracks that have been recorded. Sometimes there's voices, actual voices in the background, people talking. Mm. You couldn't hear it when we listened to it there because that computer think. doesn't go very loud. Oh. But if you have a superb pair of headphones, I'm wearing the £200 pair today. All right. You can hear voices in the background, but also that ghosting of old tracks as well in the background throughout this second half of the album. Yes. So, you know, have a listen, 258, see what you make of it. Well, I will. 
I, I just do. Oh, well. Um, what was your question? Yeah, what did you make of the guitar, the electric guitar? Oh, I love it. It's very Cabron-esque. I love the way the lead guitar, which you brought up at 2.31, at the end of that first bashy bit. Yeah. We what did you make of the bashy bit? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. I've talked about the guitar fading out. Oh, Christ. But at the end of that, it fades out, and a lovely, lovely just going down the fretboard to the point where it feels like it's never going to end. Mm. It does get a bit mushy at the end of that. But that symbol as well, because when the drums come in, it's very splashy. The mm. drums are over in the right ear. Hugely splashy. All of the drums. Really splashy. But that symbol hits out and rings from about 225 to about 240. I say about. Mm. I've written it down. It is, exactly. What do you make? Love that. Yeah, no, it is, it, the drumming-wise, I really like. I love that extra splashy effect. But what's, what do what, I make of the boom, boom, boom sections? Well, what, what chilly songs it put you in mind of? Uh, Cameron. Or Slow Cheetah. No, the boom, boom, boom section. Oh, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. What song is that? Uh, Breaking the Girl. Right. But that boom, 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 boom section. Yeah, you know, at the end when they've all got their pipes and stuff. Yeah, I know, Breaking the Girl, yeah. Mm. No, that didn't at all put me in mind of Breaking the Girl. No. Well, that's fair enough. I didn't... I feel it's badly mixed. Yeah, I thought it was quite badly mixed. I listened to it in my car driving back from New Milton. Yeah. And when the boom, 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 booms bit came in, mm. it felt, sounded like my speakers were blowing. So I had it, because the beginning's relatively so quiet, you have that cranked up. And when that bigger section comes in, it's too loud. Well, not, not too loud in volume, so as you know, I love things to be so loud. You that, love things loud. That I can then just walk around with a buzzing in my head for the next few days. But it's badly mixed. Well, that's, yes, it certainly seemed to me as if the drums were mixed extremely low. Yeah, and what is that, dr- low? Oh, no, the drums are low when they're in the right ear. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I quite like the fact that they're quite... Quite low. Yeah, what I like, it's obviously being played really loudly, Yeah. but quite but low it, in the mix. Yeah. So I like that. What I don't like is the boom, 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 boom noise. Boom. Yeah, it's too loud. I did the last boom there. Thank you. you. Well, I, I always leave space for you to... To add an extra boom. Well, that's very nice of you. What else you got to say about this one? Well, it's a great song. It's an experimental song. It's a risky song. It's a great song if you want to hear John singing at his absolute best, I think. Yeah, it's good stuff for singing. Because he goes, like, like we said, he goes from quiet, he goes, moves through the registers. When he's singing his heart out, he's singing, he sounds so strong. Mm. Just brilliant. Well, when he opens up, he, he yeah. properly opens up. Oh, God, I love singing this song with him. Have you done this for a few singing lessons? No, but I have sung it with him. And by that, I mean I've sung along to it in the bathroom. Well, no, actually, you, have, you probably have sung it with him. You're at ATP. Shitting shit, I have. Mm. You just... really have, in the presence of the man. Yes, yes, indeed. What a, what a privilege that was. It was mm. such a privilege, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll move on to the next tune. Uh, your warning. Your warning. Which I l- may or may not love. And I may or may not love it. Or I may or may not like it, may or may not dislike it. Everything's still on the table at this stage. Exactly. Let's find out after this musical interlude. You're warning me to get out of the way was the safest thing to say. This trying to get out of a tight spot Isn't even worth a shot 
give us pain It's a friend to us And we don't decide for ourselves very much What we are we owe to the fear Well, we come melodically following the melody uh, instrumental line and vocal line out of your warning. Your warning, yes. Another high point, I have to say, on this album. Exactly. It's a not 80% great song. Mm, yeah. It, it's another one that I absolutely adore. It's such a lovely, lovely, melancholy opening. John's vocal, it's so intimate at the beginning. So intimate. I mean, intimacy personified. And again, it's a song where he brings, he, he brings you in to the song. Yeah. With, the, with the lyrics yeah he takes you he takes you on the, if, you, if you let him he takes you on the entire ride here 14 seconds in if you listen on a really good pair of headphones you can hear birds twittering in the background wow where was he recording? the National Park and Avery another finger style song John playing guitar with his fingers yes at the end of those li- each line you have a seventh chord. And in the last episode, we talked about the fact that I think seventh chords sound like leading chords mm. that want you to go on to the next part, that is telling, telling you there's something else coming. Mm. And it's a lovely, lovely, um, a lovely effect throughout the beginning of this song. It, it is. I mean, actually, the guitar work coupled with the vocals just it sucks me in every time. Mm. You know, we talk about vulnerability and we talk about accessibility. Well, here we are. Mm, being both vulnerable and accessible. It's incredible, isn't it? It's like you're in the room with him. At 104, this is truly some of the most beautiful Fashante stuff that you can hear. That sparse piano line oh, God, coming piano. in against, against that guitar. Uh, both, what, what, how beautifully complementary they are of each other. The guitar on the left, the piano over on the right. Mm. The rising, and it's so nice. I love that rising feel to it. It's moving from uh, G to A minor to B minor to C, just moving up the keyboard, moving up the fretboard. What a lovely piece of music. If, once you hear the first 30 seconds of this song, if someone had said to you, this is going to become, you know, almost a a, a piano epic, this song is going to go elsewhere in ways that you probably wouldn't be able to, to, to predict. It's incredible. Once that piano comes in, it, it lifts it. And then, well, when the piano first comes in, it gives it a body that previously it hasn't had. And then it lifts it to a new level. It takes it almost to, for me, almost, you know, in an operatic sense. Yeah, yeah, to, okay. To a, an epic level. And John's vocals go with it. Are you talking about where they start, where the melody follows, the, the, the instrumental melody follows his vocal melody? Yeah, or vice versa. yeah. It, it's, from, from the moment he says, you're wanting me, with a tiny little bit of guitar mm. and just that little voice. Mm. And then by the end voice. of it, you've got piano, you've got a feel of a full journey, yeah. and you've got him pulsating those huge falsetto notes. I mean, those are f- tough. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Well, I've put 239... By anyone's standard, this is one of the world's best falsettos. This is some high shit. Yeah. And, but the quality, the purity of the voice. Yeah, it's unbelievable. As unbelievable. A, as a singer, no, as a backing singer, unmatched, we know Mike Mills is superb. 
but John does things that, that Millsy just can't do, I think. Here, you know, we're talking in his own right, a man who is carrying a absolutely superb song hmm. and singing in a way that most people can only dream of, Yeah, myself included. And I, I, I will put myself in that category as well. It's incredible. People who can only dream they could sing like John Frusciante. Yeah. Put myself in the guitar bracket as well when it comes to Frusciante. I put myself in the guitar bracket. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm decent on the guitar. Mm. Well, I put myself in the piano bracket as well. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? <laughs> you know, I haven't... Uh, oh, actually, that's the one for, maybe bracket. one for later. I'm looking for a piano, a piano. Yes, yes a, a piano. piano. Just any your piano, the one that makes you dance. Oh, lovely. I, I, I sang that live, as you know. Mm. Oh, yes, you did. Wonderful days, those salad days of yours. <laughs> salad days of yours, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to see a video of me at secondary school performing in salad days, uh, DM me on Twitter or email Well, equally, it. if anyone wants to put together um, a, you know, a, an, an internet-based production of salad days, hmm. let's do it. Fine, contact Sam. <laughs> <laughs> He's keen as mustard. You'll have to get me through Ben, of course. <laughs> no, please don't. I'm, uh, what I'll do... And here's another, a, a separate uh, poll, a separate, which I think we separate. should carry out. Uh, salad cream or mayonnaise? Well, that's, that's an easy answer. Is it? Yeah. Is salad it, cream. It depends on the situation. Ah, okay. There is no... There is no, there is no one-stop no, shop when no. it comes to condiments. No, there isn't. <laughs> For example, I know a man who I had breakfast with this morning. Yeah. Californication. He's sat literally two foot from me, He's COVID safe. Yeah. He will, at BB's in Hythe, we go there every Saturday, 8am, if anybody wants to come and meet us. Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, exactly. Good name for a film. Talk about intimate, but also talk about progressive. That's where I'm going with this. Yeah, I'll give him this one where the, the, the melody, instrumental melody follows a vocal melody. Yeah, I don't, don't like it. it. Don't I, don't, it. I don't like it. I'm happier when I it's... prefer it here than I will later on. Yeah, and I prefer it here than I did earlier on. I'm happier here when it's the piano and the guitar, just the instruments doing it. I don't like it when John vocalizes, when anyone does it. That's what I don't like the voice box. But here's what we, we talked earlier about the ability to bring someone into a song through the lyrics. Mm. And is that truth or is that just a fiction that's been made up for the song? Mm. Here's, here's a couple of lines. What it's called when you're married and you've fallen out of love. What it's called when the family you raised don't know at all. Don't know you at all. Mm. Mm. So that, the question there is, that's not his lived experience. No. But it's so believable there. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think this is part of what's so good about him. A, he brings you in on his own terms. But B, he can bring you in on someone else's terms. And that, but not only that; those are terms that that you know they're repliable terms. Hmm. No terms and conditions that must be followed. <laughs> no, but you, that, you can apply you can apply that to your own life, and I have. Hmm. Have you? Yes, application complete. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's good. It's really, really good stuff. It's a bloody it? good song. Yeah. And once again, what we're seeing here is it's another flavour. It's an, but it's also within that. It's another fantastic delivery from John. Yes, brilliant guitar playing and wonderful, wonderful piano. Mm. A P I A N O. Mm. Cool. Because let's not forget that he is a, he is a very gifted pianist and a hugely gifted melodicist. Mm. 
You're a pianist. Hmm. <laughs> I feel the hope running low. We never found our way home. There is no more world. The land is gone. Water is all that survived. Gone are the days of mistakes, our mistakes. And did you see the night? As we come out of hope, let me paint you a picture. Okay, paint me a picture. It's in deepest medieval Russia. Sure. <laughs> the king is on the throne. King John. Surrounded by courtiers. He has his lords, ladies and gentlemen around him. The year 1288. Mm. He calls for the music man. Bring me my music man, he cries. And in comes a young John Frusciante. Mm. He plays him hope. And it goes down an absolute storm in medieval Russia. <laughs> because it's, it's a medieval Russian song. Well, it's the... It's the it, absolute summit of why I find some of this album to be insufferable. Oh, come on. No, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I feel the hope yeah. running low. Lovely, again. No, but not only that, though, Ben. <laughs> I wouldn't know my face if you are. Were me. I don't even really like his voice in this one. I find it too nasally throughout. It is quite nasal throughout. But that, that to me, is, is an important line. Play it for me for a chante. No, that's an important voice. line. I wouldn't know my face if you all, all were me. Hmm. Because we know that John's face has been through a transformation over the years. Oh, absolutely has been. And, and it's line, a lovely looking face now. Oh, it, is, yeah, it always has been. But it's too lippy in blood sugar. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, but the, well, yeah, of course. He was lippy. The I mean, he's improved. <laughs> Well, he's a very, very attractive man. He's got a lovely set of gnashes. But no, I, I actually think this builds up quite nicely because the bass comes in... After the first verse, the bass comes in. Ken. With some nice backing vocals. Little blow at 41 seconds from Jean-Pierre Papin on the melodica. Yeah. Just that he goes... Yeah. Yeah. And it. actually, it's a very short song, but I think it builds very nicely. I really, really appreciate the shortness of this song. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've got... Very little. T- you're going mean, to have to carry I this mean, one. Well, no. I mean, if you if you think it sounds nasally, you're right. Mm. What happens at the end? What's his, what's the last thing he says? Ooh, something about. I mean, he sounds things. like a snake. Yeah, I. I. It's a short song. Then. Look, I think you're being overly harsh on it. It's a nice little I, song. I don't get it. I don't understand why why this would be, why put why it on this an album. Happened? Yeah, what, I don't get why. This is on but the But the album. brilliance of something like this is that That's a know, big word, justify it. Well, you can say you can say to someone this is this is this is the guitarist of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. The biggest band in the world. This is the kind of music he writes with the Chili Peppers. And this is something that he, he writes when he's on his own. 
you can yeah but no you can you can use this as an example but you can use so many other songs as an example as well yeah. just to draw the breadth of his musical um output because it is vast and yeah. it is wide yeah. no i completely agree with that the man is eclectic to say the least oh my god and it, unfortunately you thought this was bad well i'm sure he'd rather listen to this than some of the shit he put out after it <laughs> Yes, absolutely, I would. I mean, beep, boop, boop, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boop, boop, what do you want to listen to? Boop, boop. I'd rather this, listen to Russian this medieval or music. beep boop. Yeah, yeah. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, <laughs> beep beep boop, beep 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 boop, beep 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 boop boop beep boop boop beep 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 boop beep beep boop. Then let's have a bit of guitar. I like that medieval sound of that guitar. Oh, that's nice. But that's the nature of eclectic music. If you're if you're going to listen to someone who writes across the gamut so much, there is going to be some bollocks. Or this isn't bollocks. This this I know this song lyrically and musically, like the back of my hand. This I was in I was in I was in his pocket, wasn't I, in two thousand and four, two thousand and five? You were so far in his pocket. That I I even would admit or try and convince people that this song is good. <laughs> <laughs> They're still doing it. I'm still doing it now. I'm still doing it now because that's how deeply ingrained I am. I know this song absolutely verbatim, mm. and I still think it's brilliant. Fine. Whether or not it is, if someone else wrote this, you know, if I don't know, Lil Wayne wrote this, for example. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd probably say it's crap. Hang on, this sounds like medieval Russian music. Yeah. This is this is bull, hmm. man. Yeah, this is bull, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because it's John, and because I was in that zone, you yeah. know, I was at ATP for God's sake. We were around the pool table, round the dartboard. Did he play this at ATP? No, thank God. No, he, no, he, he couldn't. Why not? <laughs> because Papan wasn't there. Oh, of course. Well, all Papan does in this place. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on, shall we? Hopefully the next song will be better. Higher in quality, an ascension of quality, if you will. It is, and it will be. I'm just going to do another whole one starting now. Ready? One, two, Coming up to the end These feelings weren't always Review your whole life and you don't even have to die Life would never leave me alone A choice of way I wanted to go And everything I've seen is wrong to make me what I'll be As we rise out of ascension, mm. Sam, I'm interested to hear your thoughts. What do you make of the John Frusciante song from the album Curtains, Ascension? Well, now as I did back then, I find the song both uplifting and insightful. Do you? Yes. Talk to me about the insightful part of the song. Well, again, I think the lyrics are, are there for everyone to see. You know, he's talking about his own experiences. I think mm-hmm. he's talking about the fact that he 
was close to death. Um, life, life didn't choose him. Mm-hmm. Everything he did flew in the face of creativity and good health. Yeah, certainly did. And yet he ascends. He finds himself in this position at this point in his life where he's ascending and he doesn't even have to try. Mm. For two reasons, I think. Firstly, he's an incredibly creative person. But also, his the position he's put himself in or found himself in pre-descension mm-hmm. has, led to, has led to him finding again this position where he doesn't even have to try and he's ascending, you know. He's writing music with the Chili Peppers. He's being super successful once again. And he hasn't really had to... Oh, he got rescued, didn't he? He got rescued, and and now he's ascending. He just ascends seemingly... Effortlessly. Effortlessly, yeah. 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 And it's a feel-good song. For me, this could have been a single. I have to say, it's a song of two halves. The first half sounds to me like this is what John would do if he was challenged to write an Oasis song. Hmm. Wow. That's incredible that you should say that. Is that? Oh, good. Why? Because to me, it sounds like an Oasis song. I've always had that in the back of my mind. I don't think I've ever said... I've never said that to you. No, you certainly haven't, no. And I don't think I've ever vocalised that to anyone else. Because of the shame. Because of the shame, (laughs) yes. Um, But it is kind of Oasis-ish. It is. The first half is... Is John's version of an Oasis song? Yeah. Wow. That. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. The yes. second. The second half no, is John yes. going back to the the you know the, the Russian era. I mean, there's 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 again, even within a, a song of this length, what two two and a half minutes? Yeah. Let's call it two and a half. Let's call it two thirty five. There's some absolutely fantastic layers here. Vocal. Tell you what we call it, shall I? Yeah. About two fifty one. Two fifty one. But the layers are brilliant, you know, vocally. And th- th- this is why this album is so good, because even in the song, okay, it, you know, you're going to go into depth as to whether you like it or not, but you can't, you can't deny the vocal layering. Can you? Let's find out. No. <laughs> <laughs> the problem I have with this song... Okay. And... Uh, as long as it's only if it's only one problem, that's not the, the last note I've written at the end of this is not really a favourite. Okay, I find it disjoint. It's a song of two halves. What I like about the song, let's mm. start there. I like the way that, yeah, more introspective lyrics. Yeah, it's got a couple of guitar parts. Do you like that? Yeah, that's fine. I like the way he kind of he says at the beginning. He don't kind of say he says, "I'm just going to do another one straight through." Yeah, gets in. What's cool though is. He, what I think he did was he played one of the 12 strings. I think it's 12 string guitars, two 12 string guitars, one panned right, one pan left. Yeah. The one he's playing live, I think, is the one with the riff at the beginning because you can hear him practice the riff yeah. at the start of the song. Yeah. The little lead, the little lead in. What you need is a good engineer there. He's probably just finished recording. But remember, this is, this is raw. Yeah. You know, the raw. No, 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 I like this. No. I like this. Is it Roy Hugh who was doing this album? So he's right. He's definitely involved in this album. Yes, and he's saying we probably just finished a tune, and he says I'm going to do, do another one. one. Yeah, I'm just going to go straight through another one. That will be him singing the lead vocal, 
and uh, that that guitar that's playing the main riff. I think it's the right hand guitar. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, later on, obviously the over- the overdubs will come in. The second guitar, yeah, Liam Latz and all of that. Yeah. What do you make of that? Don't like it. No, don't like it. Not much. Um la la la. Um la la la. Um la la la. This is why you once saved me, and now I'm where you want me to be, ascending endlessly, and I don't even have to try. No, that's nice. But this is one of the reasons why I don't listen to curtains much. I don't like songs much. No, no. (laughs) I think I think that's why. But there's there's a tremendous amount of there's good to be to be picked out here. There's bound to be. There but, is. But Look, the, vocally, I think there's some really strong performances. Oh, absolutely. He, vocally, is fantastic on this album. Vocally, is great on this song. But you're not a big fan of it. Uh, for me, this is a bit of an outlier, just in terms of its stylings. Yeah, no other song on the album sounds like Oasis. This song's less French slash Russian yeah. than some of the others. Absolutely. And it doesn't sound medieval at all. No. Apart from the Umlala bits, perhaps. I'm on shaky ground on the medieval stuff. It's a song that I like. It's a song that I'll sing along to. I, you know, I know all the parts. Mm. Well, you, well, you went through that phase of really loving John. I went Fashion. through the phase, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. And the phase it stood me in good stead for still thinking this is a good song. Well, shall we move past Ascension? Yeah, because you know you're not keen on it. I think it's good. Um, but the next song is. I don't like the way it ends it either. To try, it's too too abrupt. The whole song's been quite uh, fluid. There's been a lot of length on the chords, a lot of length on the notes that he holds, mm. and he ends it very abruptly. And, you know, just, again. Just another negative. Just another, yeah. <laughs> I needed two positives. One to cancel out the negative, and the other one so I could just, could just have just, a positive. Just have a positive, yeah. No, okay, well, if you didn't like this... Yeah, get ready for... Trust me, <laughs> the next one is a golden stellar. Is it? Well, time tonight? Yes. <laughs> right. What's a golden stellar? It's a very good song. <laughs> the changing lines, I've got no time tonight. In these times, the wind surpasses the tide. Tonight we take the time to come out of time tonight. I've only got one noise to make. Tune! Motherfucker. Yeah, you went low. I thought you were going to say tune edge. No, instead I said motherfucker. Yeah, fair enough. What a tune. I mean, what a tune. Finally, we've come out of the medieval era. We're, we're, as much as I love Russia... If you're in Russia and want to be ambassador, please write in. Good Lord, we love Russia. Mother Russia, do not suffer. I've always said that. Uh, and uh, yeah, As have I, since 99. Mm. <laughs> yes, that's why <laughs> I started saying it, in fact. Yeah. <sighs> go, go through it, mate. Okay, I'll talk you through my personal experience with this song. This was my favourite song on... This is my favourite song on Curtains. Okay. This was my favourite song on Curtains. I went to, I went to ATP... I don't think I was alone when I didn't think 
he'd play this song. When he played this song, I can tell you exactly what I said. Go on, then. And I said it out loud. Okay. Well, oh. if you didn't say it out loud, then you wouldn't have said it at all. <laughs> no. No, but I did. You just say- thought it. No, no, I, I did say it. Okay. Out loud. I said so you don't need to say it out loud. Fine. <laughs> you can just say it. I said it. I said, oh, fuck me. Mm. They were my words as, well, he, as he started playing this song. I, just when, but it wasn't just my sheer excitement at the fact that he was playing this song. It was the fact that the night had been so good. Mm. And then he creamed, he popped the cream on top. Very easy. He popped the cream on top of the already huge cake mm. by playing this song. <laughs> okay, I'm for this cream talk. And it was, it was unbelievable. And it is an unbelievable song. Yeah, it's a good song. There's no doubt. In the pantheon of, of Shante songs, mm. this isn't going anywhere near my Your top. the top of my list. In the pantheon of curtains, mm. it's certainly up in the top four. Yeah. In it's, fact, it's number three. Which is pretty good. Yeah. You know, behind presumably your warning. And uh, the past receipts. Yeah, well, which you actually do like. Yeah, <laughs> so, your warning, of course. The, what I like about this is the beautiful interplay between uh, the piano and the guitar is really yeah. nice. Yeah, the piano, the guitar and the vocal. There's just some really, really nice timings, isn't there? Yeah, there's some lo- the lovely pausing nature of the dropping guitar line at I'm going to say approximately 45 to 47 seconds mm. is lovely. That that he does a two a two chord drop down, yeah, which is absolutely beautiful for me as well. There's just some really really nice vocal work here. He's performing obviously in falsetto a lot of the time, but he's chopping and changing as well. Yeah, in and out. Yeah, which is really really nice and. He's also combining the lead vocal so, so nicely with some of the backing tracks. They're not just backing tracks, they're, they're, they're what I've, a new term I've come up with because of this song, strengtheners. Do you mean the backing vocals? Yeah, the backing vocals, yeah. yeah. The backing vocals, the, strengtheners. Strengtheners. They actually enhance what he's doing and they bring a new force to the song, which not, not only backs what he's originally singing, but lead into possibly a, another little guitar line or it's, it's very, very clever. And as I was listening to it there, I thought John loved this song. He loved it because the level of detail is off the charts and he played it at ATP. He would not have played this song at ATP if he didn't absolutely love it. Cause it's fucking hard to sing, man. I've, yes, I completely agree, man. I've got a question for you. Who's the first enjoyment enhancer in that case? Because you've just said that the backing vocals are strengtheners, as you called mm, them. Sure. Enhanced the tune. Now, who is the first enjoyment enhancer then? Is it John Frusciante mm. or is it you? And if it's John, mm. how dare you mm. rip off the idea of, in, of enhancing What's the question? Further? Who's the original enjoyment? Me. Right. <laughs> okay. Glad to clear that up. Yeah, I what have are you to called? clear that up. Enjoyment enhancer. Yes, you know what I'm called and you know my prices. <laughs> <Let's> not... <laughs> he's a bit pitchy, John. Here. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but he is. He's not. He is at 51 seconds on the word become. 
he says we become what we want and on the word become i'm afraid if you if you dial it in okay fine look i'm not going to argue with you but i'm also not going to tolerate that kind of behavior okay (laughs) (laughs) i I, I won't yes i care he cares deeply Callie. he cares deeply that much is clear yeah i won't have you say that (laughs) talk to me about some of the interplay between not only the guitar and the piano but also the vocal well the vocals were amazing yeah and also the piano Hmm. Oh, he was looking for piano. A piano? Yes, a piano. There's even more brilliant piano. If, and, and you won't believe what the last song was completely played on. A piano? It's a piano, yeah. Oh, yes. No, the, the last song is uh, unfortunately played on a piano. What he's doing at about 125. Timestamp, 125. He means it. I tap my fingers <laughs> and you meant, you meant it when you said that I meant it. Yeah, I did, yeah. The double, the double meaning. The double meaning. He's singing already, already in a high register. Yes. And then he's going above again with the backing vocals. Above and beyond. Yeah. And Chris Lipe, who I've spoken to you about, I've recommended some videos to you, I recommend those videos to Dan Boyd. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> he t- thank you. He talks about the whistle register. Yes. It's not the, wi- the whistle register. No, it's here, not. It's but not. it's very, very high. I mean, if you can hit your... your the whistle register is the hardest register. Hmm. The highest and the hardest. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, if John comes in on this kind of level when we see him in the summer, mm. I'll be impressed. He's well, 51, as we know. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be doing great backing vocals. He'll be doing great backing vocals, but will he be singing to this level? This was John, you know, during a period of time where, where he was absolutely dedicated to both music and vocal ability. Hmm. He, he liked reached- pleasure spiked with pain, if you will. Well, he liked he liked pleasure spiked with pain in the nineties. Mm. During this time, he liked pleasure spiked with music. Mm. What are you saying? Nine out of ten? What on the scale of all time great Fashante songs? No, on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> God, I'm so cold. <laughs> uh, seven. Seven. Okay, and okay. I did make that chew noise at the beginning, but I think I've been pummeled into submission by some really medieval music previously. So, okay, Seven. ask me what I'm saying for this. I know what you're going to say. Well, ask me. What are you going to give it? Out of what? John Frusciante. Out of, on a scale of one to ten? No, on a scale of one to Frusciante. I'm giving it Frusciante. <laughs> He's giving it Frusciante. As we leave out of Leap Your Bar, <laughs> Sam is just erroneously just mistaken trying to talk to, <laughs> him. to talk to me about yeah. that song. Don't well, we were- <laughs> talk to me, he said. As I, I had to pre- cry at him as he tried to tell me about the song before I press record. <laughs> as we leap out of Leap Your Bar, yes. I have to say we have desperately different views on this song. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. So 
Well, I'll let you start because um, you're older than me. Thank you. And wiser. I Yes. I think this is one of the best songs on the album. It's absolutely beautiful. I don't like, as you know, uh, uh, instrumental melody following vocal melody, which is how it starts. But what a wonderful piece of uh, piano playing from the man throughout oh, the song. Yes, it's lovely once again to hear the piano. No doubt about that. And he sings absolutely it's beautiful. It's a wonderful display of his voice as well. I think this is the sparse nature of the song allows his voice to really come through and it really yeah. opens up. You can really hear the timbre in his voice throughout the song. Yes, and <sighs> I, of course, I absolutely love it. It's, you know, as, as a musician and as someone who takes his craft extremely seriously... Thank you. This is John Frusciante, oh. not of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, certainly not. Uh, this is John Frusciante of John Frusciante writing and expressing himself in whichever way he sees fit. And that is why it's so varied and so wildly unpredictable, even in the space of an album. In whichever direction he chooses to go, he sounds so good on this album. His singing is unbelievable. And actually, one of the things that I've come to realise since 2005 is that he is such a good singer. He's got such good technique, and he's got such a wide range. But it's inherent technique. I don't think he practices singing. No, no, no. It's just a skill that he has. Yeah, absolutely. But I think to a point he has taken seriously, you know, from, say, when he joined the Chili's, he has taken there there are levels to which he's taken his singing more seriously than others i'll give you that what i don't but, think he does is he's not a trained singer no he's he, not a trained singer i no. don't think has he, has he had lessons like swan had no 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 i agree he's just very good and he takes it very seriously and he learns from his own mistakes it's like being a self-taught guitarist you make a mistake you learn from it you yeah. become a better guitarist. well the thing is as well with music is sometimes when you make a mistake it's the best thing you can do. Yeah, of course. Because it sounds bad, but it works in the context of something of something else. Yeah. The best thing some, you can do, and I do this on the guitar, like we spoke earlier about 20 degree, just do it. Mm-hmm. And if it sounds bad, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. There's no cost. Because uh, I often say to uh, one of the, the girls I work with has a ukulele, and she's learned to play some ukulele songs. She brought it in. I don't play the ukulele, but it's... But I picked it up in a couple of minutes because if you can play the guitar, you can play the ukulele. Well, you know what they're saying. Yeah, that's the saying. But I did say to her, look, use the books, use the chords in the books, but also just put your fingers mm. on the fretboard and play and see if it sounds good. Yeah. If it sounds bad, you don't need to do that again. Don't do it again. But if you, found, if you find something that sounds good, you've probably just Explore invented it. something. Explore yeah. it. Yeah, and, and many of the songs that I've written are just... And down to sheer exploration. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's the North Pole, it's the South Pole, it's the equator. I mean, you know, now you're naming uh, just yeah, just parts, parts of, of the, the earth, earth. Yeah. which which I think is 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 valid. The Marianas Trench, uh, that is very deep. Mm. Boom but boom. It's about. Are you off? <laughs> no, I just made a really good joke. Yeah, all right, it's like... But you went boom, boom, then got up. Yeah, well, I was going to <laughs> it's get gone a bit. It's going to get a bit. Fine. <laughs> Good song. Yeah. And 
again, extremely experimental, very pianistic. Mm. Oh, you're a pianist. (laughs) (laughs) The good thing about his pianistic approach on this is I think for a lot of time he's using the sustain pedal. We've talked about the sustain pedal previously. We have, and we we shall again. It's as you sit, yeah, right now. It's (laughs) a PTP. A, a pianistic. P- a pedal. Oh, a, a pedal point. No, a pianistic oh, a, technical oh, a, point. Yeah, a, a PPTP. Go on. A pianistic pedal technical point. <laughs> Fine. It's on the right-hand side. What it does is it lifts the dampeners off the strings because all the time you play a, p- a piano, you have the hammers, but you also have dampers on uh, with felt with felt touching the the piano strings because what you might not know if you don't take pianos apart which most people don't. It's, it's like a guitar. I mean, you know, don't get... don't. Most people do. <laughs> Some people do. It's like a guitar in as much as it's filled with strings. Mm. The difference being that when you strike the keys, it triggers a hammer which hits those strings to ring out. Mm. That, that noise isn't coming from nowhere. Which it seems like it is. <laughs> it seems like it is. You know, you press that, it makes a noise. It makes a noise, yeah. But they have dampers attached Let's not to worry them. about how or why. No, but someone's got to tune it. So, and those people are piano, piano tuners. tuners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the strings have dampers on them, so the notes don't ring out constantly. Like if you hit a cymbal... Mm. Yeah, you need, to, you need to stop it. Yeah. It needs to be stopped. It needs to be stopped so that you have, so it's not just constantly turning into a mush. Oh God! Otherwise, it would turn into a mush. A mush, as you say. You'd go, um, ding, 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 But if if there wasn't that stopper, it would just sound like this. Sam was was what he was doing there was playing the entertainer on the on the. On the, well, the uh, virtual what can keyboard, described as a placemat. Sh- uh, shout out to Kirsty Purvis, my piano teacher. Yeah, she who, thought you had to play that, and not much else, as far as I can. My say. Rolling Stock, "Hello" by Lionel Richie. Oh, could, we could sing that, couldn't we? Hello, come on. You <laughs> 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 never said that. We'll get it. You added in. that in. Yeah, I did. And the finger click. Tried to seduce Hello. me. Come on. <laughs> okay um uh, yeah okay but the dampers mean that it doesn't constantly turn into a mush no once you use the sustain pedal it it pulls them off and i think throughout a lot of this song the sustain pedal is on there's a part where it's not sure uh which is man looks at book man looks at book Man that's at book. No, I, was, I didn't look at you so you could say that. I was looking at you so you could fill while I tried to Well, I just thought I'd repeat what you had said because I thought it sounded so good on, uh, you know. Man looks at book. Live. I mean, I've no idea what you're talking about. You're talking about sustain and... Oh, uh, the pause. Okay. Pause. At 44 to 49, there's a pause point on the piano and he matches it with his uh, vocal. And there's clearly no sustain pedal on at that point because it's very distinct. Good point. I think he puts the pedal back on at 154. That's what I had to say about that. Great news. (laughs) Thank God the pedal's back on. (laughs) We're all pleased about that. And Callie's back. It's the end of the song. Cheers, Callie. I'm just saying a mouthful of beer. We'll say Leap Your Bar. Leap, eh? A decent track. Ben's favourite, amazingly. Second favourite. Third favourite. Okay, well, as we move towards the end of the album, we'll... I mean, well, you say we move towards the end of the album. We've, that, it's finished. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the album. We'll move to the social, shall we? 
Well, we'll just have a little chat, shall we? About what? General. Go on. Well, no, it's another section. Oh, right. The socials? Yes. Into the socials then, as we must do. We should have announced this earlier that we are part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Should have been at the top, but we forgot. The deep, deep, deep. Yeah. Deep, deep, I'm your Superman. Listen Come on. I'll explain. You're my lowest lane, oh my love. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're into socials. <laughs> Hosted at bentanzanmusic.net. Go and check out my shit. Uh, email in, become an ambassador. Bentanzanmusic at hotmail.com. We'll send them anywhere in the world, as we have previously said. We have, we've proved it. Sam, challenge on, us. On, yeah, do. Yeah, Chan- do. Uh, Sam, yes. What are you on Twitter? At Stack Townsend. I'm at Universally RHCP. Insta, Universally Speaking RHCP underscore pod. Visit us on the socials, on the webs, on the lines. Get on it, people. Baby, Come on. We will be there. Lovely stuff. And shall we, what did we just sing? I'd tell you what we just Oh, sang. should we do Deeply Dippy as an outro? No, we're not doing Deeply Dippy. We're doing this. All right, fine. It's Carl. It's Hello by Lionel Richie. Is it? And it goes a little bit like this. One, two, three, go. Hello. Come on. This is me you're looking for. Come on. That gets too high. <laughs> I'll start that. Hello. 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 Start that. Keep going. Okay. When are you going to start singing? Oh. Hello. Yeah, you're struggling, mate. Is it me you're looking for? 